Canada's inflation rate very closely tracked, obviously, all the time. It's a pretty important economic indicator. Right now, it's ticking along now well within acceptable parameters, just over 2%. But at the same time, the housing market, as you've probably heard, has gone absolutely bananas. The average selling price of a home up you know, over 30%. So how does that not affect your overall inflation rate? What is the risk that that disconnect creates? Uh, to find out a bit more about what's going on in this economic discussion. We have Matt Lundy, who is an economic reporter with the Globe and Mail, joining us now. Matt, thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, it's kind of strange. I mean, the overall inflation rate, pretty close to the target that the government likes to see, right? So so we're okay in terms of inflation. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think they would like to see it consistently around 2%, yeah. a little bit more. So it was about 2.2% year over year in March. Previous to that, it was actually, you know, more in the one, uh, you know, mid 1% range, let's say. But they do like seeing that 2% on a consistent basis. And, uh, you know, it's going to maybe take a little bit longer for us to get that. Yeah, for sure. Of course. Meanwhile, the housing market not taking long to get going at all. It's it's just soaring over 30% on average. Yeah, that's so that's the most recent national price uh in March year over year. Uh so the average price was about $715,000 up 32% year over year. Uh and you know, we're seeing six bigger price increases. You know, it used to be a Toronto and Vancouver thing, now it's you know, a nationwide thing. Wow. Now, when we're talking about how inflation works with the housing market, obviously, when you're seeing a 30% increase in housing, it's it's not translating into inflation. Why is that? Why is, is the, the housing market or the real estate market not tied to inflation? Yeah, so it's, it's a funny thing. Um, housing is this very difficult thing to account for in inflation statistics, and it ends up being this huge source of debate in different countries uh, because... You know, the overarching thing is that housing is not like a lot of other things that we buy. Uh, housing is also an investment. It's an asset. It's not like a bag of groceries that you go out and buy and you consume. Uh, there is, you know, and especially as we've seen over the past year, there's massive capital gains to be had. So the way that StatsCan treats it, um, they because there's that opportunity cost of uh, getting a house, they are trying to look at the cost of using a house, but not the cost of acquiring it. So there are some major aspects that they aren't accounting for. For instance, a, a major one for people is down payments, right? So that is a five-figure or six-figure uh, thing uh, expense for the typical family, depending on where you're buying. And that is something that they do not include. So as a result, uh, it's been fairly muted over the past year. Like we've had uh, the price of shelter is up 2.4% over the past year. Uh, we, you know, the, the same thing goes for owned accommodation as well. And I think for a lot of people, that strikes them as a little bit odd, given that, you know, as we said, 32% yeah. uh, increase in the average price. What's the risk um, that's involved in sort of breaking those two apart? Because Okay, if you're not buying a home, it may not affect you directly, but it certainly does affect, you know, the the cost of living, which inflation sort of measures. Yeah, it, it is such a, a difficult thing uh, to account for. So I suppose the risk here, one of the larger risks, I think, is a lot of people view uh, the Consumer Price Index, which is the name of the, the main inflation gauge we have mm-hmm. in this country, a lot of people view that with a bit of suspicion, I would say, because people go to grocery stores, they see what's happening in the housing market, they get their hydro bills, all of these things, and they say, 
how is it that inflation is only up 1% yeah. over the past year or 2% over the past year? So the Bank of Canada has done some polling on this, and uh, they find that uh, most people, like the way that they perceive inflation versus what's reported, there is a pretty big mismatch there. And people generally, I think about two-thirds of Canadians, believe that inflation is above 2%. So I do think that you know one of the risks out there is you know, maybe that uh, – we don't have uh, great beliefs in some of these institutions or at least some of the statistics that they're producing for us. Um, you know, and we haven't even talked about interest rates, which can change all of these calculations uh, overnight, right? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, one of the one of the odder sort of things that's happened uh, over the past year is that um, there is this very small part of the way that we uh, measure inflation in this country, which is uh, the mortgage interest cost index. And so you think, okay, mortgages, that's, that's the main expense for homeowners. Uh, that is going to be a huge part of the overall basket of inflation. It's only 4% actually. So one of the things that's happened is that the Bank of Canada, as you mentioned, interest rates have gone down. They slashed it to support the economy over the pandemic. Yeah. Um, that's thrown a lot of fuel on the housing market. Now, financing a home purchase or refinancing uh, your home has become considerably cheaper. That's led to much higher prices. But at the same time, it's weighing on this part of uh, the inflation index, and that part is actually going down. So it's this very odd thing where we have a part of inflation that is dragging the number down a little bit, uh, but at the same time, we can see that home prices are going through the roof. Yeah, uh, it is very bizarre. Now, you say that it's not just us that struggle with how to do this kind of accounting. Uh, are there other places that are doing differently and seem to be having more success with their plans? Is there something we can model? It, it's, you know, it's tough to say whether people are having more success, So, uh, but people definitely go about it in different ways. I mean, it's it's this constant source of debate uh, just because the nature of housing as an expense is so different. But New Zealand and Australia, for instance, uh, they bake in a lot more of the acquisition costs that Canada doesn't. Uh, so uh, you can get uh, down payments that are, uh, that are associated with that as well. Uh, but then, you know what, there are other countries that say, you know, we're not even going to bother with, with housing. We're just going to leave it out uh, entirely. <laughs> so uh, some people want nothing to do with housing when it comes to uh, tracking inflation. What a crazy situation. Uh, Matt, thanks so much for joining us and, uh, and giving us a little clarity around this. Appreciate your time. Yeah, thanks for having me. That's Matt Lundy.